Hello and welcome to the Contentment Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Eve Giovanna, and together we're going to navigate this overwhelming modern world by discussing topics such as spirituality, mental health, enjoying your own company, and much more. All in the hopes that you can find some contentment and inner peace with your authentic self. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode, I hope you're all doing well. I am feeling a lot better than I was last week. I feel like last week when I recorded the episode, I was just coming out of probably one of the worst weeks of this year, to be honest. It was just so bad, but yeah, I'm feeling a lot better, a lot more upbeat and a lot more optimistic and positive about life. My energy has shifted and I feel ready to record this episode, so... This episode is going to be a little bit more casual, a bit more chatty. I just wanted to do an episode about my reflections on this year because it feels like the right time of year to do that and I feel like this year I have learned so much. It's probably been one of the biggest years of my life to be honest and what I mean by big is I've had really big highs and really big lows and so much action has happened this year. I feel like it's, I've had basically a spiritual awakening. So much transformation has happened. And I just want to share with you, you know, what I've learned. So the way that this episode is going to play out is I'm going to talk about what I've learned, what I'll be bringing forward, what I'll be leaving behind and my hopes and dreams for the new year. I wouldn't say it's going to be particular themes, it is going to be a little bit random and it is going to be more like casual chatty, but yeah. Okay, so the first thing that I learned this year that's so important, out of the many things that I've learned this year, um, is how to sit in uncomfortable feelings. So for example, uncertainty, embarrassment, anxiety, because what I've realised is a lot of the time to grow and change and move on to bigger and better things and to challenge myself. I have to experience those uncomfortable feelings because I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. And what I've learned is that, you know, those feelings are just a natural part of this process of growing and changing. And also like uncomfortable feelings to a certain extent are are just part of life. And instead of avoiding uncomfortable feelings, I'm like, okay, how can I manage my way through these uncomfortable feelings and make it a little bit easier for me to move through them. So a good example of this is before I tried to move to Canada. So if you're new to the podcast, then I tried to um, move to Canada like six months ago and I'm from the UK and it didn't work out and I came back home. Before I tried to move to Canada, my life was very comfortable. It was just like I had a good job. My life was very easy. I had a nice place to live. But I was feeling kind of bored with my life and I was just getting like itchy feet to move on and try something new. So to be able to move on and try something new and have like change and growth, I had to put myself outside of my comfort zone and leave, you know, my comfortable job, my um, my comfortable place where I lived to try something new. And uncomfortable feelings like uncertainty and anxiety were just part of that process because I was trying something new and there was no way that I was going to be able to avoid having those uncomfortable feelings. It was just, you know, part of the process of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, trying something new, making a change. You know, when I came back to the UK, 
I was like, obviously my emotions were very high and I was like quite anxious and had really low mood. And I was like, I never want to do anything ever again that puts me outside of my comfort zone because it is terrifying and I don't want to experience these uncomfortable feelings again. But then once the dust settled and I, you know, my emotions were like calmed down and I wasn't so like anxious, I had this realisation that even though experiencing those uncomfortable feelings were were not very nice, I was still glad that I went through that experience because I got a lot of other really good, a lot of other really good things happened simultaneously whilst I was going through through those uncomfortable feelings, if that makes sense. So even though I didn't enjoy experiencing those uncomfortable feelings, many good things came out of that experience still. Like I've said before on the podcast, I learned so much in Canada about the way that I want to live my life. And I'm so grateful for that experience because it just taught me so much about how I want to live my life and how I want to spend my time day to day. One really key thing that was important about that experience that I learned is that these uncomfortable feelings are always temporary and a lot of the time the feelings are temporary and then when you get to the other side it was so worth it to experience those temporary uncomfortable feelings. So another example is this podcast. So when I have been like promoting my podcast and putting myself out there it has been uncomfortable I've been like a little bit anxious and like worrying about you know feeling embarrassed and feeling like people are judging me but it has been so worth it because now I absolutely love doing the podcast and you know I've got this creative emotional outlet and also I've had so many nice messages from people telling me how much they love the podcast, how much it's helping them, how it's so much of a comfort to them. And that is exactly what I wanted. So what I'm saying is I think that a lot of the time temporary discomfort is so worth it when you're trying to grow and change and do something new and do something challenging because really great things can come out of it. I do think that sitting in uncomfortable feelings is a skill that you have to practice and it is something that you have to learn and it's not easy. It definitely doesn't come easy to most people but the more that you practice it the easier it does get. So for example, I've been learning how to drive these past six months and when I first started doing lessons, it was very anxiety inducing, like for most people it is. And it was so tempting not to get back in the car the second time or the third time or even the third time or the fourth time. But I had to just picture in my mind that this temporary discomfort if I sit through this, then many amazing things are going to happen if I sit through it. So, you know, I've had a lot of lessons now and I am feel so much more comfortable. I'm getting really good at it. And I'm so glad that I sat through that temporary discomfort because now I'm imagining like all the amazing things that's going to happen when I can drive. I'm going to be able to like have the freedom to, you know, go on road trips and like go camping and things like that. Okay, switching it up slightly, I want to talk about taking action and moving forward. So I feel like a lot of the time in the past, I would be frozen in fear because I wouldn't be sure if something was 100% the right decision. So I just didn't do anything. So for example, this would be like 
changing my career or moving to a different city or trying out a new creative project. But now I'm of the mindset that it's so much better just to take a step forward and see if something works, even if you're not 100% sure if it's the right thing to do, because it's so much better to try a version of something and see if it works rather than not do anything at all. So for example, when I was thinking about this podcast, I was spending so much time thinking about the perfect way that I could execute this podcast, you know, like the content and the um, podcast logo and the promotion and everything like that. And I was just waiting so long. And then it got to the point where I was like, I need to just put something out there and it can be a work in progress because what I've realized about like creativity and, you know, putting your ideas out there is that a lot of the time it is a work in progress and you're just learning along the way about how is the best way to do something and it is just kind of like experimenting. This year I feel like I've heard a lot about this fig tree analogy by Sylvia Plath so it's from one of her books The Bell Jar and it's so clever because it basically says I saw myself sitting in the crotch of this fig tree starving to death just because I couldn't make up my mind which of the figs I would choose. I wanted each and every one of them, but choosing one meant losing all of the rest. And as I sat there, unable to decide, the figs began to wrinkle and go black. And one by one, they plopped to the ground at my feet. So I feel like there's a few different ways you can interpret what she said. But one of the ways that I interpret what she said is, it's much rather, it's much better, sorry, to go forward and choose one of the options then not choose any of the choose any of them at all because if you don't choose any of them then it, they're all wasted opportunities so for example say you were trying to decide whether you wanted to move to two different cities and they both offered like two different things it's much better just to go forward and choose one of them rather than not get to experience any of the options and from what i understand the fruit is the opportunities and, you know, fruit comes in seasons and opportunities come in seasons. So you can try one version of an opportunity at one point in your life, but then say that doesn't go exactly the way that you'd plan it to. You can, tr- a lot of the time, you can have another go at something like you can try again. So for example, talking about Canada again, um, even though it didn't work out me moving to Canada, there's still like other opportunities to like, you know, go back there or move to a different city or move to a different place. It's not going to be the last time that I'm ever going to be able to try and move abroad again. Okay, so moving on to the next big lesson that I learned, which is the importance of self-talk and the narratives that we tell ourselves are the narratives that we become. So I watched this video the other day on manifestation and it explained so well about how our thoughts and actions and beliefs and feelings influence our reality and ultimately our destiny. I'll leave a link in the show notes but basically what they explained in this video is that when we have certain thoughts and beliefs about ourselves and feelings about ourselves, so for example, say we feel like we're not deserving or we're not good enough for the dreams that we have, then we send out certain frequencies and vibrations into the universe and we're attracting like negative experiences and we're trying to basically find evidence 
to back up those thoughts and those feelings and those beliefs and that ultimately influences our destiny and like what happens to us and the reality that we create. Say for example going in the opposite direction if we believe really good narratives about ourselves so we believe that we are deserving and we are worthy and we are good enough for our dreams then we are sending out those frequencies and those vibrations into the universe and we are attracting those positive experiences and our brains are almost wired to look for those opportunities to make that reality happen and looking for evidence to believe those good narratives about ourselves that we are good enough, we are deserving enough for for our dreams. I can't really express enough how important this has been for me this year and how much it has transformed my life because I've been pushing these narratives with myself and pushing these beliefs that I am good enough for my dreams and you know all of the things that I want are going to happen and I genuinely do believe it now and even though I don't know how I'm going to get from now to this place where I want to be I don't worry and stress too much about how I'm going to get there because I believe it's going to happen one way or another. I think the most important thing is that I believe in my capabilities and myself to be able to get me to this place. Which brings me on to the next segment of the podcast which is going to be what will I be bringing forward to the new year? Now it's kind of similar to what I've just been talking about but I think one thing that I will be bringing forward that is so important is believing in myself and believing in my dreams and pushing those narratives that the things that I want are possible. So for example, I feel like when I was younger, I was told by society and many people, you know, all the people around me that there was sort of this one way of living life and it was that you had to work really hard um, and you have to put a lot of effort into like career and thinking about your finances and then you know once you retire that's when you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor that's when you get to enjoy life basically because you know you've worked really hard to earn it and that that narrative that was pushed in society gave me such a panicked feeling because I just knew inside me that I didn't believe that to be honest, I wanted to just commit my whole life to working and have barely any like free time to do the things that I love, to have fun. Whereas I feel like in the past couple of years, I've had it exposed to me through, I suppose, social media that that it there is other ways that you can live your life and like you can have a work-life balance. You don't have to you know, work really hard your whole life and commit all of your time and all of your energy to work to be able to get this reward at the end of your life, which is your retirement. You can have a work-life balance and you don't have to be like constantly working really hard, grinding your whole life to get this like one small reward, which is like the weekend or like a few weeks off in a year. And don't get me wrong, I don't necessarily think that this alternative lifestyle is really easy because it doesn't like fit into a capitalist society however there is there is ways around it and I feel like so many of us are trying to like wiggle our way into these like alternative ways of working where we can have a bit more of a work-life balance. Now if you are having similar feelings to what I have just talked about then I implore you to read this book called 
I Don't Want to Grow Up by Scott Stillman. And it basically just talks about how you can live a happy, fulfilled life without having to necessarily focus on like your career or the cookie cutter way society tells you you should live your life. So basically, you go to school, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, um, and then you retire. It talks about how so many, there's so many people that are living on the edge of society that live lots of different lifestyles and everybody finds fulfillment in different ways. And it is possible. So if you're feeling trapped by what people are telling, how people are telling you to live your life and how people are telling you that there's only one way to be successful, then you should read this book because it's quite inspiring. Also, I forgot to say, but if you can hear the wind billowing outside, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's blowing a gale outside. Okay, so the next thing that I want to bring forward into the new year is hope and optimism. So I feel like it can be quite easy to feel pessimistic about life, especially my own life, because right now I'm not exactly in a situation that I love, you know, my job or my living situation, but I genuinely do believe in my gut that great things are coming and also, you know, like I was saying before, with regards to manifesting, it's so important to like put that good energy out there put those good free that good frequency those vibrations out there so I can attract good things and also like I've said so many times it's so important to just focus on enjoying the small moments and making a conscious effort to make sure that I'm having lots of little small moments of joy every day because I think sometimes you know when you're working five days a week doing a nine till five you can sort of wait till the weekend to actually like take a moment to enjoy yourself or you can like wait till you're going on holiday in a few weeks and I don't want to live my life like that I don't want to just be constantly waiting for something around the corner to make me happy I want to be able to have just like small moments of joy consistently all the time the next thing that I want to talk about is kind of in a similar realm I want to have curiosity about the world around me and be open to the magical experiences because I feel like, you know, like I was saying before, I can sometimes get bogged down in the mundane day-to-day life and I just kind of cut myself off from thinking about how amazing the world actually is and like how many magical experiences there are out there are out there to go and be had so for example I feel like last year last year this year the year 2023 I opened up I opened myself up to having experiences that made me feel alive and they were magical and made me think yeah I actually really enjoy life and I feel excited by it rather than just going through the motions of living life and when I talk about experiences that make me feel alive and they feel magical and they make me feel excited about life I don't mean that I have to go and do something really out there to feel that so I don't have to go and do like the Pacific Crest Trail and go hiking for three months I'm just talking about you know just really appreciating and absorbing all of the small 
moments of magical joy that can be had so easily. So for example, I love nothing more than on a crispy cold day where the sky is so blue to like go for a walk, read my book, get a coffee and just experience how even the small ordinary things like doing that just feels so good and exciting and it makes you feel alive. Okay, so switching it up slightly, the next thing that I will be bringing forward into the new year is being unapologetically myself and being proud of who I am. So I think a good example of this is I am very passionate about spirituality, healing and looking for a deeper meaning in life. And I think I used to find that maybe like a little bit embarrassing and I didn't really talk that much about it to my friends. But this year I've just realised how much I love being myself and how good it feels to just be completely myself and I don't need to be I don't need to pretend to be anybody that I'm not and the people that are meant to be in my life and they're meant to be my friends will like me for who I am. It fills me with such a sense of pleasure that I do genuinely just really like my authentic self and I love being myself because there's been points in my life where I really didn't like who I authentically was and I was just trying to be similar to other people to be socially accepted where now I'm not so worried about that social acceptance don't get me wrong I do obviously crave social acceptance like we all do but I'm not so focused on it that I try and like hide who I am so the other day I went on a date and before I went on the date I just felt like a lot more calm and a lot more reassured because I feel like in the past I would have been worrying about how am I going to present myself to make this person like me? How am I going to change my personality, change the way that I look or exaggerate certain parts of myself to make them like me? And I found that quite exhausting and then... I feel like once the person got to know the real me, then they were like, oh, well, you're not really how you presented yourself when we first started dating. And it's kind of always a little bit disappointing for them. But what I'm trying to say is that I just felt so much more relaxed going on this date because I was like, I'm just going to be myself. And if that resonates with this person, then that's great. And they're meant to be in my life and we're meant to go on dating or be in a relationship or whatever it is. And then after the date the guy said to me you know he paid me a lot of compliments and just said you know you've got so many layers and you are really honest and truthful and I love it and yeah he just paid me a lot of compliments about me like being my authentic self and it felt so good. So the next thing that I'd like to bring into the new year is being kind, patient, gentle compassionate with myself and like really looking after myself being on my own side because this year I have learned the value and importance of that and how it makes your life so much easier and how much inner peace it gives you how good it feels I've said this before on the podcast but I do find I get frustrated with myself sometimes when I am going through bad patches of mental health because it is 
it is frustrating and it is annoying and sometimes I do wish that I could just make it go away but I'm not trying to wish it away anymore and I'm not getting I'm trying not to get frustrated with myself I'm trying to turn it around where I just have so much compassion for myself and I really nurture and love myself when I'm going through difficult times like this because it genuinely does make it easier and it causes a lot less inner conflict when I'm going through these times. Now I'm going to move on to the next segment of the podcast, which is what will I be leaving behind? Now I was thinking about this and I was kind of struggling to think of things because I feel like so much transformation and change and great things have happened this year that a lot of the less desirable things that I used to do in my life were left behind in 2022. However, I did think of one thing, which is negative self-talk, being hard on myself and just, I'm not going to push those negative narratives anymore. And, uh, you know, like I literally just said, I'm going to be kind and compassionate towards myself when I am going through difficult times because I just don't want to be, I don't want to be hard on myself anymore because it doesn't, it doesn't do me any good. I have actually thought of one other thing which is I want to leave behind expectations. And what I mean by this is I think that I've sometimes have the tendency to think, oh, well, this is where I should be. This is what I should be doing. Where, Whereas I want to focus more on being where my feet are and just appreciating where I am right now. So very good example. Right now, I... The last place on earth that I thought it would be is living at my dad's right now, to be honest. But I have tried to make the most of it and actually really surprise myself. I've found lots of small little moments of joy and had a lot of gratitude for the things that I wouldn't necessarily experience if I was where I thought I should be. So for example, like being around my family quite a lot, seeing my family every day, that's not something that I've actually had in a long time because I've lived away from my family. So yeah, just really like being where my feet are, appreciating where I am in that moment and trying to let go of expectations somewhat and just enjoying where life is taking me basically. I'm going to finish the podcast with talking about things that I want to focus on in the new year. So first and foremost, may seem really obvious, but the podcast, that is something that I want to put a lot of my time and energy into because I really enjoy it. And it's like so fulfilling. It's such a good creative and emotional outlet for me. And I'm excited to see where it goes and see the progress. Another thing is, I suppose this is similar. It's like creative projects, but I want to focus on maybe learning how to knit this year because I spent 2023 crocheting a lot and I feel like I'm ready to try something new and level up a little bit. I've seen some really cool knitted jumpers and I'm ready to challenge myself to knit something like that. Second thing I want to focus on, or the third, the third thing that I want to focus on is immersing myself in those experiences that make me feel alive and make me feel excited and just make me feel so happy within so 
for me, that's like going wild swimming, finding new places to go hiking, go camping. And I suppose sharing that with people as well, because although I really enjoy spending time alone and going on adventures alone, I sometimes I'm like, hmm, it would be nice to share this with somebody, you know, like my sister, um, my sisters, um, you know, if I got a boyfriend or my friends. There is one other thing that I'm going to be focusing on this year, but I'm actually not going to divulge that because I see a lot in this, you know, like manifestation practice that sometimes it's good to like keep you some of your dreams to yourself. And I can't really explain why, but I think one of the reasons I like to do that is because when you tell everybody, it creates like an expectation. So I feel like, you know, if you're planning on doing something, so like you're planning on starting a new career or moving to a different city, then whenever you see your friends and your family, they'll always ask you about it and it just builds this like pressure and I don't really want that pressure or that expectation. I just want to do something on my own timeline, in my own way. And also it just feels like I've got like this little secret living inside me and I do like having a bit of mystery in my life, even though saying that I actually share so much online. But there's definitely a lot that people don't know about me online still and you probably will get to know that more and more if like you follow my TikTok and my Instagram and stuff but yeah there still is some mystery left and yeah. Okay so I think I'm going to finish the podcast there because I feel like it's come to a natural end but I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit I suppose random and a bit all over the place but I suppose all the themes are connected and I hope that you have a lovely Christmas because actually, yep, it'll be Christmas Eve when this episode comes out. So I hope that you have a good Christmas. And if you are the sort of person who finds Christmas overwhelming and a bit, you know, you just kind of like struggle with it because of many reasons, you know, like financial, social pressures, your family are a bit a bit wild then I'm sending you love because if I'm completely honest I do struggle with Christmas my family are quite chaotic quite intense obviously I love them so much but you know it's just it can be a bit too much sometimes and yeah I'm just sending you love if you are struggling with that thank you so much for listening I'm new to this world of podcasting generally putting myself out there on social media so if you have any comments feedback or questions please contact me on my socials instagram and tiktok so my handle is evegiovanna underscore that's e-v-e-g-i-o-v-a-n-n-a underscore and if you found value or enjoyed this episode I would be grateful if you shared this with a friend or left a review